What up, though? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on? It is your boy, Wildcard Marn, in the building. That guy to my left, Detroit Mail. And, of course, holding it down in the Garden State, we got that guy, Big Nick. You What's guys up, guys? In. What's up, Nick? How you doing, bro? I'm all right, man. Just to show my dedication to this, I had to come outside because I wouldn't be paying attention to what you guys said if I was watching the Yankees-Astros game right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. How we'll dedicated get, I am. <laughs> we'll definitely get into um, to the uh, Yankees in just a minute. But uh, let's get all the preliminary shit. We got a jam-packed show. Going over to the website, www.ioff1119.com. That's where you get all the information of anything IOW Network related. Uh, as this show, uh, I often want to show right, right, right. Uh, Philip Riddick's uh, R-Bop that he cooks. And, of course, L. Jeffrey Moore with his LJ Presents show. Um, we got plenty of uh, shows coming down the pipe. But um, right uh, for anybody who has not downloaded the app, going over to your uh, to your, your store, if you are at Apple or iOS, you go to the Apple store, download the ILW Network radio network app. If you are an Android Google Play user, Going over I period O period cricket letter cricket letter cricket letter cricket letter <laughs> <laughs> network no space I O W network what up peaches in there uh, hey peaches how you doing um, but look all right let's get down to business since we got a jam pack show um, the draft is ended it's right. done mm-hmm. it's over so one of the stories that kind of was taking headlines was Ann Rogers right this this situation is getting crazy. It, it, it's pretty much like a, a off-season drama soap opera unfolding in front of our eyes. So I'm gonna throw it to uh, throw it to you real quick, Mel. How okay. do you feel about this situation? And if it is a big if, mm. if Aaron Rodgers is moved, what is the best location for him to end up? Well, first I want to say kudos to Green Bay for um, supplying us this drama. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, my thing about it. It never should have got to this point. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a player of his stature, no matter how you, whether or not you're a Green Bay fan or not, you got to give it up to Aaron Rodgers' skill. Mm-hmm. And you have a player like that that can change the game. Mm-hmm. Look at his career. Yeah. <clears throat> can can you name some of the receivers he played with? I mean, besides the I mean, Adams, it's really you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about like a the uh, casual fan. Yeah. No, people like us that always watch it a year, but for a casual fan, can't really name a receiver. You probably you probably far as Aaron Rodgers outside of Aaron Rodgers receivers because receivers right. right. He makes the receivers because the receivers right. do well there, and then uh, what was it? James Jones went to Oakland James and they like, couldn't even uh, get a first down. Jordan Nelson. Was yeah. it? Do I have the name right? Yeah, you right. Have the name right. James Jones. Know. Yeah, that's right. James Jones got this contract and and was shit. It's Rodgers who makes everybody. I mean, look at Jordy Nelson when he played with Aaron, he was the main guy. Yeah, you was like, That's all you heard. Did he? He might have. I think he did. Right, 
Yeah. I don't, is he still playing? No, no. See what I'm saying? No, no, no. So, so you see Aaron Rodgers making these players. Yeah. So he, and what, he went to the NFC Championship twice in a row. Yep, last two years. So you know he's your team. You do what you can to make him happy. So my thing is, this is Green Bay, the organization's fault. Mm-hmm. It never should have got to that. Now, speaking to where he's a good place for him, well, before the draft, I would have said San Fran. Yeah. But Denver seems to be a good place for him. Good defense. Yeah. They don't have a quarterback. And they actually I mean, they have some pinned on paper. Yeah, but they actually got, they actually got some deeper weapons. Yeah. So I think Denver is a good fit for him. Yeah. But since I am a homer, we'll take you in Detroit, too. <laughs> <laughs> Big Nick, same question. How do you feel about this situation, man? And if, big if, if he was to move, where, what's the best landing spot? He ain't fucking moving. He, no. he does the same shit. He, for as great as he is, and I will say this. Mm-hmm. I am, for not, not being a player, he's my favorite player I've ever watched. Like, I don't miss okay. a game when he's on. You know, being okay. in New Jersey, we don't get all his games. But Green Bay gets a lot of uh, national games. Right. I make it a point to sit and watch. I'd watch him over the Jets the last couple of years if they were on at the same time and I had a choice. Right, I'm right. a huge fan. I think he's the most skilled player to ever play the position. He doesn't okay. have all the great accomplishments like Brady. But if you're building a quarterback, you're building Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not the fastest guy in the league, but he's mobile enough to get the first downs. He, he runs out of right. Even still, now, 37, he runs. That being said, how great he is between the lines. This guy is a fucking bitch off the field. <laughs> no other way to fucking say it. Same with your chance. He is a drama queen. Like, he don't talk to his family anymore. Exes right. don't even want to bring up his fucking name. Like, he is a fucking bitch with his personality. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great teammate, but all this fucking drama? Bro, mm-hmm. you're fucking the greatest quarterback on the planet, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I hear Shut you. I hear you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man! All this. Hey, I got you. And and then Schefter released that story right before the draft without any sources either. You're a fucking bitch too, Schefter. Like, why wow. the fuck are you trying to take over the draft with your story? Let these fucking kids have their day and put your. Well, that's the day you living in, though, man. Bullshit. You know, that's the day we living in. Everybody trying. To get the headline, yeah. everybody trying to get the sensationalism going and stuff like that. that's the day we living in. So Shut I that expect it down during the draft, man. Let those I expect that from Adam Scheffler, but right, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. But I expect that from him. And I speak to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, you know, what I'm saying he need to stop crying. No, no, you're right. All right, so but I mean, yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying. So here's my thing. Mm-hmm. You have a, a generational talent at quarterback, right? He's a diva. We get that. You know what I'm saying? We know he's a diva. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's been divas in any field that's that's at the best of the best. I got my mind job. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and so, it, look, I'm not saying that the the that they should always appease to him. But, I mean, can, can you give him some kind of uh, a wants that he wants? Because he's losing the quarterbacks two years in a row. And in the NFC Championship, Jimmy G, who's surrounded by a great team, right? He he's he lost to Tom Brady this past one, mm-hmm. and he's he's looking at the franchise as literally making everything for Tom Brady cupcakes, mm-hmm. protecting him, giving everything he basically needs to right. succeed. Well, let me ask. Let me ask. I'm gonna ask Nick this question. Yeah, since you know 
based on his comments, what do you think Aaron Rodgers should do or should have done in this situation when he's seeing, like Lamar said, them not losing to court quarterbacks that was getting people on their team and they in Green Bay drafting the quarterback and not giving them weapons? How should he have handled it? How the fuck did he win MVP if he has no weapons? Like every I mean, he's bitching about it, but bro, bro, you just won the MVP. You're putting up incredible season after incredible season. Right. The reason that the 49ers got great is because they sucked for a decade and they had first round pick in the top ten year to year. And they built right. an incredible defensive line. Mm-hmm. News your team's picking twenty fifth or worse every year because you fucking they're good. You're getting yeah. those elite offensive or those those and this year's draft, how you bitching about a cornerback? Your defense couldn't fucking stop Tom Brady. You, no. you got to stop. <laughs> that's that's your point. You have to stock up to beat the top team. And right now, right. with Evans, Godwin, uh, Brown, you need cornerbacks to cover the Buccaneers. That's the key to win yeah. right now. Get your defense right. up to cover these guys. Yeah. Uh, element and slot. In-house. And I feel that Green Bay not <laughs> having the real owner. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like fucks this team a bit because there's no one right. to go to. So he's got to go to mm-hmm. the court of public opinion because he, he's just he's dramatic with it. Keep this shit in-house. Figure it out. You got a team president. Yeah. Go to him. Say, listen, mm-hmm. I don't like what's going on here. I'm not happy. I want to stay yeah. here. I don't like the GM. I don't like the, some of the moves he's made. If you want right. to keep me happy, this is the way we should go. You do that behind closed doors. You don't I have to chef there 10 minutes before the draft starts and then the right. whole draft weekend. It's just, it's bad optics. Like if you want out, go say I want out. Don't need yeah. mm-hmm. this with it. Now you 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 bring up valid points in in having the Packers getting defensive backs because you got to stop obviously the right. weaponry that the Buccaneers had. That's valid point. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. I think Aaron Rodgers isn't going nowhere. I'm with you 100 percent on that. The GM's going to be gone before him, and it, I. I I just feel that obviously this that's where the disconnect is with uh with the Bron- uh, not the Broncos the the Packers situation right. and honestly I I do if if it's because it's a huge if because it to me to me it's damn near impossible to move Aaron Rodgers at this point yeah, uh, I mean he's, he's gonna cost too much you know what I'm saying so he he's just gonna he's gonna uh, require a lot in return to to get him so. I, I don't see him moving at all, but if he were, unfortunately, I think the Broncos probably make the best um, destination, but he's not going nowhere. I'm with you 100%, Nick. He's not going nowhere. They need to figure out how it's going to fix the situation, but I, I there's no way that GM's going to last longer than Aaron Rodgers well, in this situation. Me being, excuse me, Nick, but me being a nigga that I am, <laughs> um, I think he's going to go somewhere. You think you think he's going? That's like going against the grain. Oh, you just like going to get some grain? Uh, but he ain't going nowhere, bro. Um, another story that, that had hit um, over the draft that uh, a lot of people haven't really, um, I don't know, paid attention to, but uh, there might be a possible return of Mr. Tebow. Man, I'm so sick of that. Mr. Tebow. I'm with you. Tebow's like. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tebow. <laughs> Do the kneeling. There's <laughs> a drama turn. A drama. <laughs> Look. So Tebow was reported that he, um, him and and um, and Coach Urban Meyer, of course, they had their, their tenure together mm-hmm. at Florida, won two national championships, right. and they are living in the same neighborhood. 
mm-hmm. pretty much neighbors. And he uh, reportedly um, asked for a tryout. They granted him one and talks of possible signing did happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing's been confirmed yet. But how did tight that in, right? tight end at tight end and not a quarterback? <laughs> so how does everybody feel about that? If 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 uh, Tebow was to return, let's start with you, Nick. I don't care. God bless him. He's a great, you know, he might be the greatest person walking on earth. But Mm -hmm. this eight years ago, convert to fullback or tight end, extend your NFL career. He didn't want to do it. He went and played baseball for the Mets. I don't know how you can't make it to the pros for the Mets. Jacob DeGrom, I could go hit for him and probably get more runs. But (laughs) the guy's the Mets. And now he's like, all right. Now he's like limping back. Like, right. uh, like Linus from Charlie Brown with his little <laughs> All right, I'll try a new position. Right. Oh, who cares? He ain't gonna impact the game. No, he's, I mean, not. he's that that polarizing <clears throat> name. You know, the why why are we talking about it? Because his name mm-hmm. just garners conversation. Right. But I, I, I it's it's hit or miss for me. I don't care. <laughs> hey, bro, how you feel I, about that? I think that Tim Tebow. As another one of those players, like we was, like we was talking earlier, mm-hmm. need to realize when your time is over, yeah, and go ahead and do something different. Yeah, I mean, he could still make money broadcasting, especially college football. Mm-hmm. People want to hear what he got to say about college football. And he's actually been doing a good job on the look at it, network. He's a great. He was a great college player. Yeah, you know, you can't take that away from him. Yeah, one of the best ever. When you look at right. college numbers, he is one of the greatest college players. Right. Ever. So people, you know what? So what he has to say about college football is valid. And people want to hear that. Yeah. Go to broadcasting. Make hey, your money that way. Kidding me? Sorry. <laughs> hit on by a bird outside. Oh, wow. <laughs> we should have got that on. Hey, hey, hey. That was a Tebow bird. He Tebow heard bird. you talking <laughs> about Tebow. <laughs> that was, was like, God. Don't talk about my He was down there kneeling while you yeah. were talking. That was God hey. sending me a message saying, don't you talk about my son like that. <laughs> Plop. Yeah, plop. Oh, you gonna talk about my son, my favorite son? <laughs> you shit on him, I shit on you. <laughs> Look, y'all, I, I'm with you guys. Right. I'm with you guys. Tebow had his moment. He had his 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 okay to move on. move on. Like like just just. I, I'm surprised this even this story even came out. But just because it was Tebow and and the aura that came with him right. eight years ago, mm-hmm. it, it resurfaced again. And look, I get it. He's he's the holier than thou guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the athlete that you know had no trouble, no no issues. Man, okay, cool. you know Tebow probably sex trafficker. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> you, hey, no, nah, let me get away from you before you get some some kind of retribution like that. Let me We're going. Yeah, like, this is the comment I had earlier. Like, bro, go enjoy your life. Go fuck a Kardashian or something. Go. Right, here we go. <laughs> you want some headlines? Shock the <laughs> fucking <laughs> world, man. Shock the world. Go hook up with a Kardashian. Hook up, hook up with Kim, them, bro. Who gives a shit? Hey, hey, go hey. Have a crazy life now. Hey, it's funny you say that. If there's anybody that can break the Kardashian curse, it might be him. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like he that. might, <laughs> he might turn all did. of them into nuns. Yeah, Look I'm at what saying. they did to Bruce Jenner, a top athlete. Can you imagine? They changed him into a woman. Oh my God! People Man. will be running like satanic worshiping events. <laughs> I mean, literally, you can literally drop off a list of all the athletes that have literally careers has gone and shit messing with a Kardashian or a Jenner. Right? right. Like he might be the one to turn that list yeah. around. <laughs> Kim, 
Hey, Kim Kardashian has to mean nuts in her mouth. Her mouth could be a daycare. Wow. <laughs> Let's move on because this is about to go somewhere else that it's not supposed to. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Crazy story. Uh, Jawan James, uh, right. offensive tackle for the uh, Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. uh, suffered a season-ending injury while he was working out, but it was outside of the team facility. Mm-hmm. So he is not guaranteed none of his contract for this upcoming year. Um, Here's my thing, mm-hmm. and, and then I'm open the floor to you guys. Right. I, I get the contracts and how it states that you should only, you know, specifically work out, do – um, certain physical things in the team facility okay. to secure your 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 bag, right. secure your money. I get that. This is I don't want to shit on the NFL for this because this is part of a collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. So I blame NFL PA and who's ever Demore Smith mm-hmm. for for not paying attention to certain things like this. Because, yes, he was working out, and you can say it was working out for him to get in shape mm-hmm. for the team, mm-hmm. but just because he's not in a team facility and he got hurt, now he's out of money. Right. So I'm blaming NFLPA for this because you keep agreeing to these small little details in people's contracts and negotiations. You you can negotiate this mess. Like, period. Now, now this guy, who knows how the hell he's going to be able to make funds? Right, because I don't, I don't, I look. I'm not a, a a counter of another man's pocket, so I don't know what his financial situation is. But for him to possibly miss out on millions of dollars, even though he's technically working out to get himself in shape for his NFL team, mm-hmm. but just because of these minor <clears throat> uh, minor details that it was outside a team facility, he's shit out of luck right now. Right. How y'all? How y'all feel? Risk, that's about? the risk you take. Like yeah. you know the deal, and this is I'm. I see both sides of it. I see your side, but I'm going to come at it mm-hmm. from a different approach. Yeah, go ahead. You're an NFL organization. You're protecting your investments. You're giving $10 to a player. It's clear in the contract. Now, we can't say he wouldn't have gotten hurt if he was doing something with the team. But when you protect your assets, it's all about liability. You want to mm-hmm. go prone? That's the risk that you take. Mm-hmm. If you're under the team watch, he might be doing a workout they don't want him doing. So they yeah. don't thing in what he's doing and that's that's the risk that you take doing this workout on your own that's kind of on a guy like i was saying because you know when you're working out at the facility you don't mm-hmm. just have a trainer you have the team doctors there yeah you have a whole staff a whole medical you staff. know what I'm saying that, that can look after you yeah so yeah. If, so, if you do tweak something they can get on the right then and there yeah you know or they can see something hey, hey you know you might want to not do that because I'm, I'm i go back to when i used to work out a lot you know and sometimes you're doing like squats. Um, if you do it the wrong way, you t- mess your knees up, mess your back up, that kind of thing. You know, tw- tweak your ankle. Yes. Any little thing can happen. Oh, yeah. So with, with a trainer there, with doctors there, you know, you, you have a – the chances are slimmer than when you're working out by yourself. Okay. You're working out by yourself, you, you take risks. Yeah. It just happens. You got your headphones on. You relax. You're in a whole different atmosphere. You're going to take risks. It's just – that's just – Goes without saying. It, now, yeah. speaking to your point, I do understand what you're saying too. Yeah, that the uh, NFLPA should be looking out for players when it comes to things like this, where they don't lose money. Mm-hmm. You know, I still say I understand um, the NFL can put that in the contract because I understand it from a business standpoint. Yeah, because it's business. 
However, it yeah. should be some other stipulation where if it happens, they don't lose money. Yeah. But it gets some kind of compensation. I hear you. I hear you. But, but I, and trust me, I hear both of you guys' mm -hmm. point on that opposite. Right. But I, I look, when it, when it comes to contract disputes and, and whether uh, the players are getting fair compensation, mm -hmm. and to me, one of my biggest things that I still can't believe that the NFLPA is not pushing for fully guaranteed contracts, which is I, still beyond me. I think it just shows to you who really has the power. Well, it, it, yes, that that part, but you keep agreeing to this mess in the CBA agreements. So you, you can't get mad at the NFL or any NFL team organization right. for, for capitalizing on something that both parties agree to. If I can get away with paying you $10 to play. They're going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and they had all the right to do it. So yeah, that's why I'm saying right. this is on the NFLPA. And most of all, the, the, the little uh, little uh, uh, representatives of the players mm -hmm. to, to start getting the knowledge on the ins and outs of everything NFL related. Right. Because at the end of the day, they're still the guys that are still sacrificing their time, mm -hmm. their energy, their bodies, most importantly. And you still getting the shit into the stick. Mm, that's true but you agreeing to it that's why i'm saying that's their fault that's the cba's fault uh, uh the nflpa's fault for agreeing to that cba right that's their fault i agree so i mean i, I feel for the brother i do i mean because obviously he he the injury occurred when he was Not working out yeah, uh, be a walmart creator be a walmart creator <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta make this mortgage welcome to walmart <laughs> He could be security. You know I'll make this mortgage, bro. Hey, he could be security no, he for can. sure. He's got a torn Achilles. <laughs> well, he could he could run them down in the hoverboard or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Stop! 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 Where you're going? I mean, I don't look. I, I feel for the brother, but right. but when you when you join the, the NFL and you sign that contract and you put your name on it, you better know every in and out on that contract. And mm -hmm. and that's that that falls on him. That falls on his agent, and that damn sure falls on the Moore Smith for not helping these guys get educated on those intricate things. Right. So I mean, point. because if if you know, if if you tell me, hey, if you sleep in that bed for the next six months, you can you there's a chance you could lose ten million dollars. I'm gonna be on the couch every damn night because I'm not right. yeah. myself at risk Thanks. to mm -hmm. lose that amount of money. Not at so, all. But it's I think it's this story. Also, this is one of the things that popped up in my head. This is the rarity, right? There's what? Mm -hmm. How many um, couple thousand guys in the league? This happens to one guy. Like, we don't got to reinvent the wheel because the rarity happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. sometimes, all right, you bite the fucking bullet. This is what happens. You rehab, you come back, and then you make the rest of your contract. Right. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I will add this. Combining this with our first story. $10 million open cap room could help an Aaron Rodgers trade. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't even look at it that way. Cool. I mean, because it's going to be hell and high water to move Aaron Rodgers. And $10 million of freed up space can say something. Right. Because at this point, the Broncos could, could, if they want to, could possibly just release this guy and have no cap hit whatsoever. Well, I don't $10 million. I do. I'm not sure of that. Because yeah, I'm not sure neither, but I'm saying, you know, you that the cap money, even though they don't have to pay it, I'm not sure if it counts against the cap or not. I have to check into okay. that. Yeah, uh, me too. But, you know, like when uh, 
Mosley opted out last year. That mm-hmm. he got the seven million bonus, but then the, the ten million salary didn't hit. So it didn't okay. count against the Jets. That freed it up. I don't know what this uh cap wise what it does. I don't know if it actually frees it up. I was kind of making a joke, but thinking about it, they may still have that hit. They just don't have to pay it out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll 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 call Adam Schefter and see what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's move on to the uh, to some some NBA talk. Quick little NBA hit. Um, I had a, a very interesting topic that I, I spoke on on Tuesday's uh, uh, IOW Sports Late Night Owl Edition, and mm-hmm. I and I wanted to get uh, both of you guys' uh, uh, opinion on this. Um, I pretty much said that yeah, it's fine and dandy. Russell Westbrook is getting all these triple doubles. He's pretty much he's going to break. Um, Oscar Robinson's, uh, you know, most triple doubles in career. Mm-hmm. Whoop de doo. I feel that no matter what of these triple doubles, it only benefits Russell Westbrook. Right. It has never benefited a team that he was on in these last five years that he's gone on this run of triple doubles. And I stand 100% by right. it. 100% right. Where's, where's the wins? Where's the rings? Right. You're you're it, like a compiler. Like, yeah. Where's the wins? You're you're not winning 55, 60 games with it. You nope. know, you're hopping around five hundred or worse every year. So, what nope. the fuck is it getting you? And he's a great player. He's a great yeah. talent. But where's the wins? Hey, I I, I could take it even further. So I, I I did my research and I wrote all my stats down. So mm-hmm. so I'm I'm gonna break it into two different things. Mm-hmm. So with the this is what the Wizards, the Washington Wizards, have done in the last three years. So the last time they were over 500 was in 2017, 2018. They went 43 and 39. Uh, and, and I'm this because I'm saying that he wasn't on his team, but he is now. So the Wizards, 2017, 2018, finished eighth in the league. They did make a playoff appearance. Got it, got eliminated in the first round, but 43 wins, 39 losses. Next year, 2018, 2019, finished 11th, 32 and 50. 2019, 2020, they finished ninth, 25-47. Look at the Wizards now with Russell Westbrook and all these triple doubles. They're still 10th. Mm-hmm. So where has these triple doubles he's done this year elevated the Washington Wizards? I'm going to break it down even further. So when Russell Westbrook started going off on his triple double, uh, first year without KD, 2016-2017 with Oklahoma City's Thunder, had 47 wins. First round exit, 2017-2018, they had 48 wins. First round exit, 2018-2019, 49 wins. First round exit. Where in the hell is Russell Westbrook elevating a team with these triple doubles? Again, it benefits him, doesn't elevate a team, and is not propelling a team to any championship aspirations period right i agree and i think it <clears throat> russell Westbrook, until he realized that his his style of play is not gonna win championships it's always gonna be russell Westbrook triple double this russell Westbrook stacked here stacked there but not materialize like james harden what was the big thing about james harden you know yeah he's going all these points you know and and, and i'm breaking all these records with no defense you know with no defense <laughs> and no championships you know, then he decided to go over to yet, Brooklyn. Add the word yet. 
playoffs yeah, in the right. year. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And he, then, yeah, he's definitely set up in a great position this year. Right. He went over to Brooklyn, and then when he was playing, his style play, his style of play changed. Yeah, because it had to. Yeah, you know. So until Russell Westbrook can get to that point, he's not going to win anything. Yeah. He's just going to be someone that can collect, accolades, and stats. and stats. And that's it. I mean, that's what he wants to be. Yeah, so be it. So be it. But I, I just get irritated when people say, pay respects, pay homage to what this man is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's they're glorifying it. But let's be honest. What, what do you get when you get an individual who's shining in a team sport. Give me a 50-win season. Put up one 50-win season with you as the man. He can't mm-hmm. do it. He hasn't right. done it. He's right. There's there's triple doubles that help a team. Jason Kidd. Jason right. Kidd threw up a triple double. You knew that team was winning and they were winning big because he was right. He, that's just how he was when when right. when Westbrook has one, you feel like it's like, and maybe we're watered down by it because we've seen it so much. But mm-hmm. there's no wins coming. There's no outstanding playoff performance. There's no historical playoff moment that you think of when you think of Westbrook. Like, it's it's almost like it's – I don't want to say, like, it's not an accomplishment, but the accomplishment isn't achieving what it should. Right. Well, to, well, to me, it's not achieving the ultimate goal in a team sport. It, 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 it adds – I'll put it this way. So, for guys uh, – for I'm going to put it this way. It's like it, eating a bag of chips. It's empty calories. Mm. So you eat it, you can eat a whole bag of chips, but I bet you at the end of that bottom of the bag of the chips and you throw it out, you're still hungry mm-hmm. because there's no substance to it. You still need to go out, eat a, a full hearty dinner or a full hearty lunch or breakfast and still eat something of substance to get your body the nutrients it needs to be better. <clears throat> I just think, too, that we have become a stat-hungry society. You know, mm. we make a stat-up stat, a stat up for anything. Yeah. You know, he is the first person to score two baskets in the first 10 minutes. You know, it'd be <laughs> stupid stuff like that if you listen to, like, these sports shows. And then they come up with, you know, these silly stats. And we, yeah, you know, we... we oh, Westbrook's a man. Look at that. He's a man. Look at that. And they're not taking nothing away from his talent. But my point is that Stats mean nothing if you don't reach if you don't achieve the ultimate goal for playing the sport, which is a trophy. Man, he should go play golf and be an individual st- uh, stat chaser. Ah, uh, the fucking outfit <laughs> that clown would wear golfing. He fucking did it. <laughs> hey, it'd be both. It'd be both entertaining and uh, hilarious. Thinking about it. <laughs> I don't even want to imagine the wardrobe him he and, would him wear and in the Cam, boy, I tell you. Oh, oh, him and Cam? Him and Cam playing golf, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're going to come like, up with some kind of color like schemes you thought would never happen, yeah, like bro. The they should go play there. golf because it's an individual sport. You can't fucking blame anybody else when you fail. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it just baffles me because it, it I, I see it all the time. Over so all the many social networks, I even see on ESPN and Fox, and they're, they're glorifying what he's doing. And I'm just like, it's going to end up in mount to nothing. Right. Because let's be honest, when's the last time anybody talked about the Washington Wizards this year that didn't have nothing to do with Russell Westbrook? I'll wait. I haven't. Bradley like, Beal before the All-Star game. I think, was, yeah. he a, was he a snub? I think that was the only time I heard the Wizards. Yeah. 
Boston with with Bradley Beal around All Star time and a possible trade. But that's but that's yeah. one that's one yeah. that's one topic. I can't name another player besides Westbrook and Beal. I couldn't name another player on the team. I'm being completely honest. Right. Is um it, is Moses Malone still playing? <laughs> Moses. <laughs> I don't look, but th- I'm with you guys. Besides Bradley Beal, besides Russell Westbrook, you're still talking about an irrelevant team, mm. a, a, a team that's still at the bottom of the East, and the only reason why they're still hanging on is because this funky ass little playing tournament. Yeah, let, let's be honest. Right. I mean, meanwhile, Knicks fans. Are bra- <laughs> meanwhile, Knicks fans are bragging about beating them twice in the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it the just Wizards twice. They scored twelve points in the first quarter last night. Losers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, so let's 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 switch up the topic real quick because you just kind of kind of popped that in my head. Are the New York Knicks? Destined to let their fans down. They're, I feel like they're hyping them up because they're having a great season, which hasn't been in a minute. And I got a feeling that when playoffs start, that they'll be happy if you know Knicks fans will probably be happy if they get out the first round. They're happy but, if they will see the logo playoff on the screen with their team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as much as I despise their fan base and the team. Let's be real. Uh, it's like going with the Knicks are like the Jets. They've been bad for a while, right? They've been bad. Mm-hmm. They've been bad. There's hype. You want, you hope. Every draft pick's going to be the new savior. Never pans right. out. Mm-hmm. But if the Knicks get a playoff game this year, none of the fans expected that, right? None of us did. Even with the 10 teams, I made a bet with a buddy for 100 bucks that they wouldn't make the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you might be losing that 100 bucks, bro. Yeah, I just, I'll <laughs> stop talking to him. No big deal. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> but you look at last night you played denver you, you weren't in the same category you, no. you lost to the suns you're playing top teams you lost to the nets three times i mean you're you're an average team taking advantage of a shitty conference there's three teams in the east there's the sixers there's the nets and there's the bucks that's it. Mm-hmm. And then everyone mm-hmm. else is just the teams that are going to get knocked out by them until the two of them play in the final. That's right. I, I, think, I think we're looking at the Knicks from a, from the wrong perspective. To so do what? We're looking at the Knicks from a wrong perspective. Uh-huh. I mean, kind of what to Knicks point. Yes, the fans, uh, Knicks fans have low expectations because they suck for so long. You know, so they make the playoffs. It's for them, that is a good season. Yeah. But I look at it from this perspective, you know, you can see growth. So whether or not they're the top team in the East now, if they continue on this upward trajectory, mm-hmm. they can be a great team. And no, that, that's, how, no, that's how I look at it. <laughs> he said, no, they can't. <laughs> and, and here's why. They'll never get the big free agent star. They all went right. to bed. Well, I'm saying, but here's I, my point, though, Nick. Go ahead. Here's my point, and I, 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 I understand. I'm gonna get to that point too. But I think if they, if they continue with this and look good, other teams may decide to go over there and play. I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and, and I, I want to agree with you. Mm-hmm. But there's an owner in James Dolan that yeah. will, that will refuse yeah, I, people I, from going to the Knicks. I they had look. They had Kyrie Irving and literally KD pretty much saying we want to go to the Knicks, and mm-hmm. then Dolan just couldn't shut his fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. 
who wants to play with an owner who's going to consistently put his foot in his mouth and pretty much sucks attention up? I mean, you, especially I when you're talking about the owner. Everyone loves to blame the owner. I'll be yeah. honest. I think it's the media. You go to the Knicks, the you're under the mm. magnifying glass. Everything, everything is blown up bigger in proportion. It's mm. the Yankees, the Giants, the Knicks, mm. the top teams in their sport in the market for a long time. Right. It's either everything's fantastic or it's the end of the world. Mm. Now when mm. you're Katie and Irving, you look at each other like, why do we want to deal with that criticism? We can go in the same city, one borough over, and mm. we'll be worshipped and we'll be gods. And and people won't, the media won't put you down because they're so happy to have you. Ooh, right. so that's a fair, that, plays a that's a fair assessment. Part in not wanting to come to the Knicks. Okay. You know what, Nick? You just open my eyes because that's a fair assessment. Because look at what no, do. I'm just no, no, no. I'm saying you open my eyes <laughs> when, say, you, that's what when, when when you when you say when it comes with the media. Because mm -hmm. look look at the personalities of KD and Kyrie. Very they're uh, soft. They're soft. exactly okay. They're there, soft. there it is. They don't want to be critiqued. They, they, they want everyone to they, tell them how great they are. <laughs> they create burner accounts so they can defend themselves. Like, and I'm I'm not being an asshole with with saying this, but they're but no, but but it happened. Soft. It happened. It happened. You gotta Katie, be an asshole Katie to play it. for the Knicks. Like Randall yeah. is a dick. That's yeah. why Randall works with the Knicks because he's a dick, <laughs> and he doesn't care about what the media says. He just plays ball. That, that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta have that you. old school, get off my shoulder, leave me the fuck alone attitude to go play in the Garden. You have to have. I hear you. You can't be worrying about what people say about you on Instagram. That won't work there. And this generation. That's why I think you're not seeing stars going there because they don't want to deal with the criticism of the largest market in the country. That's a fair assessment because I mean, I mean, we already reported on the show when Katie's getting in a, a, a Twitter beef with Rappaport. You know what I'm saying? Something that that has nothing, absolutely not a damn thing to do with basketball, and you and you, you know, throwing hissy silly fits, silly stuff, man. silly shit, silly stuff. So, man, that's why I said you open my eyes right there, big man. Give KD credit. He slaughtered that fucking bitch. He Rappaport blocked me on Instagram because I went at him so hard several times. Like me and him had legitimate arguments like three, four years ago. And then all of a sudden one day, user not found. I was like, yo, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Give myself a little Derek Peter. <laughs> Man, you you gotta you gotta have it again. You got blocked on, on, here, on Twitter, bro. <laughs> hey man people don't like the truth hey you can say that shit again <laughs> and that that goes to the to the i, I guess you know me reevaluating the, the, the topic of mm. not of kd and Kyrie not going there i mean they're they're not they're not emotionally strong enough as much as they claim they are mm -hmm. to handle such a marketing criticism like that they, they just can't so i mean look it's a good story with the Knicks. I just feel that at the end of the day, it, you know, it's out there. When they go up against quality teams, one, they just don't have the ammunition to to combat it. I mean, yes, Julius Randle was having an MVP caliber season. Uh, Derrick Rose has managed to research his career to another level. He looks fantastic, too. Oh, Derrick Rose, was, he looks good damn good. Yeah, you know, he's... I was always a fan. Of him. I think we spoke about that. I've always been a fan of Derrick Rose. Like I liked him mm -hmm. in college. 
liked him when he went to the Bulls, and it's awful what happened to him. Right. See him so. being, a, I don't want to say a top player, but seeing him back at the top of his game where a lot of us thought he'd never get to again, good for yeah. him. Good for him. No. I just hate no, where he's I'm doing just, it, but good for him. Uh, <laughs> he could have produced that in Detroit. Just saying. First of all, Detroit Shut needs up, a, a lot of help with saying. the Pistons, all right? <laughs> but let's move on. Let's move on. Um, you know, you acting, uh, like you acting like that bird. <laughs> uh, so I think it was uh, it w- was a Monday show or last week where we kind of said that the Bronx Bombers are back. Yeah, I think it was a Monday show. Yeah. Uh, so Giancarlo Stanton, boy, that boy looks like a fire flame right now. Jersey right now. <laughs> oh, that's his jersey, Superman. That's on his chest. <laughs> Ooh, he's it's his world, man. He's just letting us live in it right now. He's been incredible. Get <laughs> another home run today. Mm-hmm. Out of twelve game hitting streak, he had three straight games, I think, with three hits. Yeah, uh, he's hitting five thirty in his last twelve games. A guy who's just known as a power hitter, which finally it, he's reminding people: when I'm healthy, I'm still that guy, and right. I'm probably the best hitter in baseball when I'm healthy. Now, with that being said, he don't stay healthy enough long enough to keep that going. But yeah. he's carrying the team, and they're clutch hits too. Yeah. They're clutch hits that he's getting, and he's helping the team win games. You know, they I when I came out, it was three to one. I don't know what the score was, but Cole was on the mound, six inning, and they were up three to one. I don't know how it finished. Oh, if Cole's on the mound, that game should be done then. Should be, should be, should uh, be. <laughs> but they're winning games. And yeah, Judge, as much as New York loves him, struck out five times last yesterday while Stanton carried the team. He struck out. Tw- he struck out seven straight at bats before grounding out today. So, all right, all right. hey Nick, Nick, real quick, shoot, put your GM hat on. All right, who you keeping, Stanton or Judge? I don't think anyone takes Stanton's contract, so Judge is more dealable. If you okay. Stanton, you're eating that money, and then you got to pay Judge. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> so, I... you know, Severino is going to get paid. Glaber's probably going to get paid. DJ LeMahieu just got paid. You got Loizaga coming up. So and and Judge is older, man. Judge didn't mm. start till he was like twenty five, I think. Mm. He started. A Rod. I went to A Rod's last game, and then th- that night Judge was there and got activated for A Rod's spot the next day and hit a home run, and I think in his first game. But he didn't get up to the pros till twenty five, so he's got to be almost thirty, if not yet. You're not giving him a six seven year deal. Right, his body hasn't held up. I, I, if I had to move one, I would move Judge. Okay. So let me ask you: Do you think the um the hitting that um Stanton is doing now can he sustain that through the rest of the season? Go look at some of the years he had in Miami, where where no yeah. one even knows what happened. You know, mm-hmm. when he stays healthy, he can carry a ball club, and this team is Marlins yeah. was. You know, he had 55 home run seasons. Uh, he had massive, massive numbers. And if he's healthy, he puts up those huge numbers. He could play half a year, hit 30 home runs. I think he hit 28 mm. two years ago, and he missed like 65, 70 games. Mm. Yeah. So when he's on, he is lethal. So, yeah, as long yeah. as he's healthy, I don't see him having a bad year. I mean, what, so the, 30 and 100 is a bad year for him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the ultimate question are the Yankees back? Yeah. And I said it too. I've said it for years. 
soon mm-hmm. as the weather starts to warm up, you see this team start to hit. Yeah. You know, like a lot of them are, are not from America. A lot of them are, are Latin players. Mm-hmm. So to that warm weather, you put them in my in Florida for the month of February and March, and then they come up to the Bronx. In the cold. Probably why they can't win in October either. Because it gets <laughs> so they need to make a huge gap right now. They need to use the Tampa field for the spring yeah. training at Steinbrenner Field for the playoffs. That's the key. <laughs> uh, in, in other baseball news, uh, Baltimore Orioles pitcher uh, John Means pitched a no-hitter last night against the Seattle Mariners, um, joining San Diego uh, Padres' Joe Musgrave. And Chicago's White Sox, Carlos Rendon, as the only no hitters, uh, no hit. Uh, perform- an perf- Add an asterisk uh, yeah. there because Bumgarner had a no hitter. Yes, no yes, yes. No, we game. talked about that. We talked oh, about God. that. We we did. I'm counting. If that's a game that counts in the record book, I, it's a no I hitter. Agree. Hey, I agree. Hey, no arguments here because we said the same thing. Be like, bro. If if he no hit the guy, he did his job. Right. Give him his. The give him the parameters you gave him. It wasn't yeah. a range-shortened game. It was a regulation-length game that you decided right. is an acceptable game. It's an acceptable no-hitter. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. I know. Hey, no arguments over here, Nick. Um, but my question is, is how – we know how impressive it is to do uh, – to pitch a no-hitter. What's the most impressive act in all of sports? Hmm. A no-hitter's up there. No-hitter's up there? I mean, because you look at – how technical baseball is mm-hmm. even to make contact with a ball you know it takes a lot of skill yeah hand you know hand-eye coordination all that stuff just to make contact let alone hit it you know into the field of play mm-hmm. so i think a no hitter is up there um <sighs> triple double to me is not all that to me not anymore i mean just even even, even with Russ Brick, Russ Brick doing it all the time. It's just not, it's not all that. I mean, because look at it like this. And this is not to uh, say triple-double is not nothing. But if I got the ball and I pass it to you 10 times or pass a player 10 times, you know, they, anytime you pass it and shoot it, that's considered an assist. Mm-hmm. You know, period. Yeah. Well, not I fall out my hands and fall into your hands, you shoot it, it's still considered an assist. You know, you score ten points. That's that's still a double. You know, than any other stat you you add into that. Yeah. But if I get ten steals, whatever, or that's rebounds, triple. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I so it's you. like it's not. I won't say it's not a big deal, but it's not as impressive to me because you can accidentally sometimes stumble to that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I feel you. you know no, no, I feel you. <laughs> so um, maybe uh, I don't know, man. Because I'm trying think, to think, think about the NFL, you know, some of the, uh, the things in the NFL, yeah. shutouts and all that. I, I mean, that's still a team effort. Yeah, it's a team effort. Yeah. No, but to, it's to, as to great as a, it, it's as great it. as a no-hitter, though. No, no, because that's that's so solo performance as a pitcher. Right. Well, I don't want to say it's solely on the it's pitcher. because solo because, because if, you, if the ball goes on the play yeah, and, and they, you, they, tag still, a run, yeah. they tag a runner and still, and, yeah. and, you know, still an out and still count as part of the team is insisted in that. Yes, yes. So I I when I wrote up this question, I was like hole in one to me is, is probably one of the most impressive things in no, the world that, yeah. for I, golf. I, I can go I can go with that. Because I mean for all the people that's played golf, who's ever played, golf is such a 
intricate sport when literally just one half of a millimeter display can affect the way your ball goes just off your hit. Mm-hmm. And if, if your swing is off just a little bit, you get a different result every time. But same point, ha- though. Mm-hmm. Amateurs get hole-in-ones. It's also luck, right? Like an amateur can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some <laughs> luck involved. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What, I got you. What about a hat trick? Hat trick? Hmm. Hmm. It's impressive to me that they skate. I can't do that shit. So, <laughs> I mean, hat tricks are rare. Yeah, it, I mean, four home runs in a ball game is rare. Yeah. Okay. Four home runs in the game. Um, football. What's? I don't know. Like football is more to hit a cycle. Right? It's not like individual. What about to hit a cycle in baseball? Cycle is, is more rare, than I think, than a no hitter. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to check that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a good point too. Oh, it, it's My, hard to say, man. It's really hard to say for me. What'd you say, Nick? I, I have the perfect answer that no one can argue with. What? What Go was ahead. the original question? What's the hardest what? accomplishment in sports? What's the most impressive? What's the what's in the what's the most impressive feat in in uh, all of sports? It hasn't happened yet, but any athlete who gets with a Kardashian and stays with them. <laughs> till- <laughs> <laughs> now that's impressive. Got a good point there. Got a good point. Hey, if they manage to leave the house with all their sanity, that's impressive. Envision the same way Forty years here. from now, you're sitting at a bar. The guy left you says, "Oh, I picked a perfect game in the World Series." Oh, that's impressive. Next guy, Tom Brady. I got eight Super Bowl rings. Oh, that's or seven. Jesus Christ, what am I doing? Seven Super Bowl <laughs> rings. Oh, that's impressive. How about you? I've been with the Kardashian for 40 years. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All of it. Like that. All that goes out the window. <laughs> oh, we are not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> no, for real. That's right. impressive. Look, fellas. I think we got to that time. Thing, no? Oh, yeah, yeah, it do. But, um, but fellas. I think we have gotten to that time of the show. Holla at your boy! Say it with your chest, little ass okay. nigga. You, 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 uh. Holla at your boy! <laughs> you got something to say? Say it with your chest. There we go. There we go. Yeah, we we we, we even added on to it. Uh, I got yeah. to that one now. Remixed it and everything. Remixed it. Holla at your boy! You got something to say? Say it with your chest. I'm about to lead it out. All right, so I'm going I'm to kick it off, and then uh, one of you fellas can go after um, oh, Nick had a good one. Uh, so shame on the NHL for only finding Tom Wilson 5K for that little sucker punch in that skirmish. <laughs> um, if anybody has, has seen, it, seen the, uh, the, the, the clip, go take a look at it. It happened Monday night. Um, the Capitals and the Rangers got in a huge melee, and um, it started because Tom Wilson – had a guy literally on the ice in a, in a position that he was nowhere close to defending himself, and he took some some punches at the man's head. Mm. Um, and the, the crazy thing about this is the Rangers weren't happy about it. Tweeted out a statement and and this and showed the displeasure of the fine of mm-hmm. five thousand and no suspension. Right. Crazy thing today. The NHL fined the, the Rangers organization 250000 
for showing and displaying their their displeasure of that whole act and and no That's suspension. Crazy. And I'm just like, what the hell is the NHL doing, Gary Bateman? What are you doing? Like 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 literally, you so worried about your image of the NHL and your front offense, a uh, front offense. Uh, Office, I'm like a tongue tied over here. Right, you know uh, I know <laughs> Ghost of Lexus got me. Uh, and and instead of worrying about the actual safety of the players who who make up your league, because mm-hmm. that whole situation could have went wrong easily, quickly, quickly. And then and and a, a Rangers player ended up uh, getting hurt, had a you know season in- injury, but their season almost done anyway. And the Rangers aren't going nowhere anyway. But um. I, I'm I'm just I'm just like come on come, come on. on now what are we come doing on here with the red wings uh, no no we ain't talking about the red wings <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I just think that that's the world we live in right like you get punished more for mean words than you do violent acts like you find right. a guy five thousand dollars for something that could have seriously you know hurt a guy some people yeah. were saying I didn't see the video I I've, I've read about it. Uh, but people are saying, you know, this guy could have seriously got hurt or even like he could have. He could have. I, I mean, I, I replayed the clip a million times. Dollars because somebody said they don't like what you did. Like, yeah. what fuck? what's wrong here? Yeah, I, I just didn't get it. I think NHL dropped the dropped the puck. Well, oh, no yeah, it, it, it's, it's a horrible look yeah. because. But, hey, kudos to the Rangers for sticking up for their guy mm-hmm. because that happened Monday. And then they had a back-to-back game last night. And right when the puck dropped, like literally the Rangers players dropped the sticks, dropped the gloves, and said, knuckle up, motherfuckers. <laughs> and they took they took justice in their own hands. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed That's to be. Supposed so to be. kudos to the Rangers for actually sticking up mm-hmm. for the player in this instance instead of NHL see, being some dumb shits. What I would have did. I waited till that nigga left out. <laughs> Would have caught him out caught him outside. <laughs> caught him outside. <laughs> and, and beat the brakes off. Beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's off camera. Nobody yeah, seen it. I got you. Beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> Something he can remember. He said, you re- he remember that. Oh, he going to remember that. He going to remember this one. Yeah. Tom, Tom he might have done it this time. He'll never do it hey, again. Hey, guess what? Tom Wilson is a marked man every time he plays the Rangers in New York. Believe that. I should be. <laughs> I should be. Who's up next, fellas? Nick. My ghetto, the fucking Houston Astros organization. Get him. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Dusty Baker, shut the fuck up. Your owner, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Your player, (laughs) shut the silencio, por favor, if I'm talking to (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. You cheated. We know you cheated. You've hit other walk-off home runs. You've never fucking tucked your jersey as you're crossing home plate because you're petrified of everyone seeing your freaking nipple buzzer that you had hooked up to you. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking cheated baseball, and you got away with it. And fuck baseball for giving them pardons to Mm. tell us what you did, and we won't punish you. Mm. When you do a crime and there's no punishment, you're going to have an outlandish response. And there's no fans out last year. And you see the Yankees fans today. My new favorite chant, Altuve. God bless Major League Baseball for having a <laughs> sense of humor 
and putting Altuve in the Bronx on his birthday. And the Yankees <laughs> fans today are chanting, fuck your birthday. <laughs> your birthday should be fucked. And every other day of the year should be fucked for you because you fucking cheated. And I hope you get it in every stadium until your ass retires. Mm. Just get the fuck out of the league if you can't handle it. Don't don't be a little bitch saying you guys can't voice your opinion to me. Shut the fuck up. You cheat, you got to <laughs> do it. This, this is the best analogy I have for it. Okay. Altuve cheated, right? But mm. he still got to stay in the sport. Mm. So now, even if it's like a relationship, you cheat on a girl, that girl tells all her friends, they're going to fucking hate you forever. Right. Mm. Like, even if you're not the girl, like the other baseball teams are the friends, mm-hmm. they fucking hate your guts now. So you got to yeah, deal with right. the backlash of everybody and you committed a heinous act. Now you got to deal with that shame. Deal with right. the consequences. Tell people, don't be mad at what I did. No, motherfucker. Don't do stupid shit and don't cheat the game. Yeah. Right. Facts. Facts. And hey. it's off. But you know what? Hey, <laughs> I, I, I blame, I blame, I blame. Hollywood! <laughs> something to say <laughs> i blame i blame major league baseball on that mm-hmm. big time because they should have done more than what they did right you, yeah you you know for a fact you had all the evidence that they cheated right you you, you still rewarded them by letting them keep a world series trophy in their front office that's on MLB. you gave them a presidential pardon you yeah basically yeah. said to them come tell us what you did tell us how you did it and mm-hmm. we won't punish you Right. That's like, on it. that's on Major League Baseball. Yeah. And same thing with NHL, right? It's it's the yep. sport not controlling their own sport. That's now, right. You don't, you don't punish the heinous act, but now you're mad people are voicing their opinions about it. If you drop the hammer as a sport and you come down hard on the offenders, you don't it'll have never to happen again. Open their mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. First of all, it'll never happen again. It'll never happen again. Ma'am, you got something today? Um, mine's is two Lions fans. To the Lions fans, look, both of them, uh, yeah, all all, all, (laughs) all two of them. Are they both listening? Me and my mama. (laughs) Mama, if you out here listening, (laughs) it's Mama and Eminem. That's it. Right. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. Let them rebuild. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of like going to different little fees and everybody talking about they should have did this, they should have did that, they should have done that. They need to rebuild the team from the ground up. They had garbage when they started. Yeah. And so they need to take that trash out and rebuild. So getting Panay Sewell is a great start. Mm-hmm. Build the line. You know, if you get some in free agents, cool. Next year, Work on your defense. Mm-hmm. It's not an overnight rebuild. You've been sorry for so long. Yeah, you can't expect a quick turnaround when you got years of being sorry. Yeah, you know. And I think part of the issue was, especially with the ownership. Uh, you know, we got to hurry up, turn around, hurry up, turn around, turn around, and then they hire uh, inadequate um, coaches and GMs, inadequate GMs. Yeah. They get players that don't pan out because everybody look for this quick turnaround because XY team did it. You're not XY team. Yeah. You Detroit Lions. You are the Detroit Lions. <laughs> we know right. what comes with that. Right. Rebuild. 
Mel, I thought you were talking about the Jets, man, because it sounds identical. <laughs> identical. I'm not even being funny with that. Like right. everything you're saying is every word for word what I've said. So I, I feel you on this, man. I've, right. This is hitting hard. I feel this one. <laughs> let's let's have therapy. <laughs> hey, I've been in you in you guys' shoes. Shut up! Everybody wanna hear that. No, twenty seven. Now you want to check this Now you want to start talking. We don't want to. We don't identify with you, sir. Talk. We can't talk. He can't talk. We can't get him I'm talking to Nick. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, yeah the, the two Lions fans left. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, Nick and the two Lions fans. Mama, text me. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but that's all I got to say, man. You know, just let them rebuild. Let them rebuild. We don't know. Patience what, is a virtue. We don't bro. know what Campbell's going to do. But one thing I can say. Is he going to bite some ankles. Right. You're going to bite some ankles. <laughs> twist some nipples. You know? <laughs> one thing I can say, I like the staff that he put around him. Okay. You know, he put a Who's good staff now? around Who's the GM? Um, Brad Holmes. So, hey. you know, good. Good you gotta GM. Hit on your picks, man. That's the biggest thing. Is Detroit's had yeah. a lot of early picks and they haven't hit. So I can relate with that. But as soon as you get the right coach and the right GM in there, man, you have hope. It works. I've had right. hope for the first time in a decade as a Jeff fan now. So we'll and, see how this. And, and this year, if they if they suck this year, let them suck. Let them suck. Don't hold it hurt. They rebuilding. Yeah. Let them rebuild. That's all you know I got to say. Do right. What's that? They need to sell because Ford has never built a good product. Don't sell them to Chrysler. No, don't sell them to Chrysler. Don't do that. Don't do that. Man, great show today, fellas. Great show. Great, great show, show uh, for, for sure. Um, uh, right. Hey, uh, look, fantastic job by uh man, you ain't eat none of these m&ms no, no, you, you forcing me to eat them no i ain't, I ain't you know forcing you to eat the m&ms i didn't put the m&ms <laughs> in your mouth it's like bro. a naked woman in front of me <laughs> i gotta look i gotta look <laughs> you ridiculous but no uh look um we had a great conversation great topics um again going over to the website uh everybody is uh tuned in www.ioff2019.com right, right. get all the information you need of anything we got dropping um, of course, the IOW network is available on the Apple uh, store and mm-hmm. the Android Google Play store. Um, follow, yeah, follow us on Facebook, right, Instagram, right. Twitch, Twitter. Like, share, comment. Um, right. uh, for real, guys, uh, uh, you know, come join in the conversation with me, Mel, and Nick. Um, right. We are here every Monday and Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Times on Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays. All right. Come join the conversation, interact. It it, it, it Can makes I a great Monday show. Can I tease Monday's show? Go ahead. Go ahead. For our listeners, on Monday, we talked about Caitlyn Jenner and then and the uh, transgen athletes. Today, mm-hmm. I mentioned the Kardashians. Tune in Monday to see if we could break the streak of two straight episodes mentioning this awful family. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, it's been real, y'all. For real. Uh, thanks to Big Nick, my 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 brother over here with the grand uh, plan for all, everything IOW Network. His vision is crazy, and we're just here to help him execute it. So it's been a pleasure. Right. Um, 
God willing, we will see you guys Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace. 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 Peace.